0: Sequence five. Five four three, two, one, zero. This is Ignition. Welcome to Ignition, a podcast for the new evangelization. I am Chris Bergwald, your host.
1: And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson.
0: And uh, it is uh well I guess mid-January. The the new year is flying by for me, Father. I don't know about you.
1: I, it, it is flying by. I was talking with uh, one of our student workers who uh, helps organize music, and she said, "Oh my gosh, Lent is only three weeks away." And I said, less I said yes, and you're already wearing your cap and gown for graduation this May, and essentially already married this August."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, this this yes time. Time go- And I think it has something to do well, never mind. That's going to get completely off topic. The, the weather, Father, uh, obligatory um, weather comments. Uh, it's funny because last week I was, I think on Friday, uh, a friend who lives in Ohio had emailed and he said, oh, it's probably freezing there. I said, actually, it's f-, like it was f- low 40s here in Sioux Falls. And he said, I think that's warmer than here. But then on Monday, um, it was in Sioux Falls, the high I think was three below. So uh, a little chilly. I don't know about Brookings.
1: It's about, it about the same thing. It's about the same thing. It's definitely. What's nice to have a winter this year, as so opposed to years past where we didn't have that. Yeah, sort of thing.
0: yeah. I I uh, I don't love frigid temperatures, but I do love snow. So I I could if I we, if I could get you know a foot of snow and temperatures in the single even teen digits, uh, th- that'd be fine with me. I'd be happy. My kids would be happy. My wife would be happy because she could send them outside.
1: And our listeners would be happy if they could learn uh, how they could submit their own questions to. Uh, uh, to ignition.
0: Yes, they can, and I was going to get to that, but since you brought it up already, uh, I will tell them that you can email me Catholic dot org. C b u r g w a l d at sfcatholic.org. dot org. We're always uh, we love to get listener feedback, so uh, send us something, and maybe we'll do a contest again. Uh, we gave away uh, Father Robert Barron's book a year or more ago. Um, Uh, and and maybe we'll try that again sometime, Father. What do you think, Father, the Summa this time, maybe?
1: Uh, Or maybe just take it easy and just give the Summa of the Summa.
0: The Summa of the Summa, there we go. We are coming up, uh, the Feast of St. Thomas Aquinas is next Monday, so that might be appropriate, but we'll think about that. Anyway, um, so I had proposed to Father that we sort of uh, do a riff on a topic, uh, a a tangent maybe, of a topic that we uh, discussed a couple episodes ago. Uh, I think it was two episodes ago. We talked about um, New Year's resolutions. And uh, as part of that conversation, Father talked about SMART goals, um, specific, measurable, um, and so on. And I was thinking about that more since then, um, and, and I, I thought it might be. And also, I know that as we approach now the season of, of Lent, people often start to think of, okay, what can I do uh, this 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 Lent in order to grow spiritually? Practice, can I think? Can I can I think of? And unfortunately, in my own case, too many times I'm having I'm, I'm thinking those thoughts on Mardi Gras. Uh, the day before ash wednesday which is sort of late to plan so i thought for my own sake and maybe the sake of uh, our listeners uh, that that we could talk about some of the characteristics of of a vibrant catholic faith some of the the, the areas um th- that are important that we all try to grow in as catholics a- and then talk about some specific things um options ideas on, on um, how we can grow within those. And some of you may have heard of the book by uh, Stephen Covey, uh, I think a time management, personal management guru of sorts, uh, one of his most famous books, Seven, um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, You could maybe think of this as the seven characteristics of highly effective Catholics or highly holy Catholics. Seven is completely arbitrary. You'll see the areas that we'll talk about um, are are touch on things, but there are other other ways to uh, come up with lists. Matthew Kelly, I think we also talked to Father two weeks ago about his book, um, The Four Signs of a Dynamic Catholic. So he lists four. Uh, did he talk? You had mentioned, by the way, that he was at the focus conference, the national conference that you went to earlier this month. Did he talk about um, the, the that book or or the content of that book at the conference?
1: Um, you know, I didn't get to listen to him as a okay. priest at a conference like that. You don't always get to listen to the talks. Sometimes you get um, sucked into other things going on, such as helping with confessions or the like, and so I, I missed his talk. Gotcha. Um, I, uh, I imagine knowing Matthew Kelly, he's pretty good at covering his basics in that way.
0: Right, yeah. So it is a really good book. I'm reading it myself. Uh, it's a great book. We're, Father and I just uh, came up with a list of seven. And so what what, what we're going to do is I'm going to just list the seven areas, seven characteristics, and then Father and I will go through them and, and propose some ideas. If you'd like to begin in these areas, grow in these areas. And one thing I'll say up front, um, if you, like me, can have scrupulous tendencies— uh, don't you know this is this is just proposals that that Father and I are giving um, ideas for you to consider and discern yourself um, on uh, steps you might take to grow in these areas. So, without further ado, if we had uh, 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 sound effects, we'd do a drum roll here, but we don't. So, the seven areas are prayer, sacraments, study, virtue, tithing, service, and evangelization. So, we'll go through each of those. Prayer. Father, um, I've been talking a lot so far, so I'm going to gonna hand this off to you to begin with. W- what are some ideas, if somebody is, is just wants to, to, to start out or, or to grow in their prayer life, something specific, some specific actions, recommendations that you would offer to somebody?
1: Uh, certainly. I think uh, one of the best ways to pray, and in... <laughs> I'm not surprised we don't have it on this list, but is to pray with Scripture uh, and the readings of Scripture. And so just simply uh, each day, uh, you know, maybe a good Lenten thing would be to read through uh, one of the four Gospels, you know, and just kind of maybe break it down a couple verses a day. Um, You know, they're they're not that long. And that's a great way to start praying, and then uh, just kind of try and have a conversation. Pay attention to what catches your attention, you know, uh, in the Gospel. I think that's one good,
0: uh, simple way to pray. So... um reading it, you said what pays attention, so reading it slowly, uh, with, with prayer, and meditatively, not not so much, obviously include understanding what the text says, but also with awareness how God is, is speaking to you in this particular passage.
1: Right, so to read with the fundamental belief that God, that it is God's Word. It is His Word to you. It's His Word to you right now. It's His Word to you right now in your life as it is. And so to, to have that open Uh, the desire to to hear and receive it in that way.
0: And I liked the idea of, you know, you you mentioned uh, one way to do about that, one way to go about that, rather, is to take the Gospels, one of the Gospels, and and just break it down and just do a few verses a day. One of the things I really liked when you brought up that uh, smart goals acronym, the A, I had forgotten what the A was until just a little bit ago, attainable. So don't set out, I'm, I'm going to read all four gospels. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I don't have hardly any prayer life, but the gospels are important. So I'm going to dive in and I'm going to read five chapters a day. Uh, is that attainable for you? I think, I think it's a, it's a, maybe I, I, for me personally, I found it helpful to err on the side of don't bite off more than you can chew. Um, and just begin with something that's basic, and that you know that you can achieve. Um, Father, do you ever would you would you say uh, another way to do that? Perhaps would be to uh, set a, a, a period of time to pray, or or uh, would that be another way to 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 help specify it?
1: Well, I think um, with regard to scriptures, or and I've, you know, some other prayer devotions, we could talk about. But I think one of the best things is to find that regular time of day um, and to make it regular and challenge yourself to be a regular time of day. And this will tie into one of those other practices about pursuing the virtues. Um, but uh, you know, to make it regular, and there's certain advantages to that. One is you know when you're supposed to do it. And you can kind of set it at the part of the day that's best for you, morning, evening, you know, before you go to bed. But then you can hold yourself accountable. Yep. right? So if it's in the morning and you miss it in the morning, you know you missed it. But if you're just going to try and do it sometime during the day, it's very easy for some time to be no time at all.
0: Yep. Yep. And then within that, um, how the duration of it? Again, I think also be prudent. Um, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know. I think starting out 15 minutes is a good prudent uh, beginning size. You know, you're uh, you're not a monk, you're not trained. Uh, you probably have many distractions in your daily life. Um, and so just at 15 minutes, and starting out, too, to kind of maybe make things quiet. You know, okay, what's going on in my mind? All right, I'm just going to write everything going down in my mind and just set it aside over here. And also, I think having a uh, specific time set um, allows you to, uh, um, to, be, to kind of be more prepared about going in. So, if, oh, I've got a half hour. That's a lot of time to sit there and pray or to read the scriptures or whatever I'm doing. So I won't worry about getting ready. Well, if it's 15 minutes, you might say, "Well, I'm going to try and get ready, do what I need to do ahead of time, put a bookmark in my Bible, all right? Get the rosary out, whatever it's going to be, and then and then I know that I can can go do it."
0: Yeah, and I, and I would even say um, that if, uh, if 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 to me, okay, so here we're talking about um, how the duration of your prayer time um you should test yourself, but at the same time maybe you're if, if you're somebody hey you know I really I, I don't have any prayer life fifteen minutes sounds like a long time to me maybe you do Lord it but i would I would propose that that whatever time you set that it not be just something that it, 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 you you want you want to push yourself you want you again the idea is not just to begin but also to grow in these different habits these different characteristics these different areas of our, of your spiritual life so Right. Would you agree with that, Father?
1: Right. Which is, I think, another good prayer or practice to consider, certainly, is that of um, uh, um, the Rosary or the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Yeah. Um, Some time-honored devotions in that way as well. Maybe Scripture seems a little too vague for you. Um, or to look at maybe a Scriptural Rosary as well.
0: Sure. So that's the beautiful the beautiful thing about our tra- tradition spiritual tradition is Catholics. there are so many different forms of prayer and devotions and so on that there's there, there's sure to be something well more than one thing um, uh, as well that 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 appeals to to each one of us. So f- find those things, experiment with things um, but 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 and s- as Father said, set a time of the day and a period of time um, and get to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else with prayer, Father, that you think would be good to share?
1: <clears throat> I don't think so.
0: Okay. So sacraments. Um, it's good to get to Mass, you know, on occasion, if possible. You know, every seven days maybe would be a good idea, right, Father?
1: That'd be, uh, in fact, a dang good idea. In fact, you're required to. <laughs>
0: oh. So, uh... We, it, it, by God. By God, not not by us. Um, uh, weekly Mass attendance, certainly, um... Talking about mass in particular, do you do you ever recommend more than that, or can you talk about father when when you when people have asked you? Do you do you have any other further recommendation beyond make sure you get to Sunday mass?
1: Well, you know, I think during Lent it's a great time to try and grab uh, to go to one daily mass a week. Um, I think that's uh, a good first step if you want to try and stretch yourself, maybe. Um, and again, you know, I mean, choosing any one of these seven things we talk about would be, you know, if you did every single one of these 17, seven things, you know, you'd, you'd be busier than training for a marathon. Right. Um, but, you know, consider what might grab your attention. You know, so maybe, you know, one day a week and maybe a regular day, you commit to going and finding, you know, when's a daily Mass in my uh, parishes around me and, and go go to that daily Mass. Now, what do you, you know, what do you do at a daily Mass? You pray to have a better experience, uh, also the Sunday Mass. It's... Going to daily mass helps you get more out of Sunday mass. You just become more in the practice of praying at the mass, of paying attention to the prayers, or the words, the responses, your own postures, um, and so that's I think certainly a, a very helpful and fruitful uh, way to grow in, in the life of faith.
0: Absolutely. Now you might be you might live in uh, a, a place where, or maybe you, your work schedule. You know, maybe maybe mass the parishes at eight thirty, and you have to be at work at eight, and so that's just not possible for you. That, again, that's that's fine. These are we're just proposing ideas for your consideration. Um, but if you are able to get to, as Father said, I think to get in um, to the, to the habit of weekly mass, at least for the Lenten season. That's a great practice. the 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 other sacrament that certainly comes to my mind, especially when we're thinking about Lent, is reconciliation. Um, Father, what's your sort of standard recommendation for uh, how often you should try to get to confession?
1: I, I would recommend you try to get uh, to confession once a month okay. uh, at the minimum, just because that once a month um, going to confession it's it's a good solid time to review your life for every four weeks. Um, I have a hard time remembering what I did uh, a day ago, um, you know, let alone, uh, very long ago. And so at the very least to go, uh, once a month and our life, it's a good New Year's resolution in that way, a good challenge.
0: Yeah. I found just personally, when I, when I started receiving the sacrament again, um, with, with more regularity, um, I, I, I found that if I went uh, beyond that I could I could I could tell I mean sin is not something that you you feel but I just had a sense of and it's, I don't know how else to put this a, a sense of a weight on on my soul on my spirit and, and and then oftentimes you know it has been a little while since I went to confession um, so, so I, I agree with you at, at least monthly has uh, been it, 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 for me personally has been fruitful you know, you hear a lot about uh, Pope. Uh, Pope the second II uh, went very often. I think at least weekly, um, and, and and if you're able to do that, great. Uh, but again, what? However often we are recommending at least a month. Once once a month, um, try to make that uh, consistent practice. Uh, anything else? With I, I don't know any other sacraments that. I
1: th- well, I think with, with confession, it'd be good to um, prepare ahead of time. Even write things down. Mm. Um, write down, you know, what are your sins, things like that, the things that you... And bring a cheat sheet in that way. So whether it's, uh... Now, don't just go through and read off, um, please, don't go through and read off your, uh, some examination in Confession and say, you know, well, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. Uh-huh. So prepare ahead of time, make a little note, I have done this, that, the other thing, three times on the first, you know, two times on the second, and five times on the third, and, uh, and call it good in that way. Um... And it just helps you get more out of it uh, to, to be well-prepared in that way. Okay.
0: Any other, I can't, I can't think of any concrete practices that we could, with the other sacraments. Am I forgetting something?
1: Well, I think, first of all, just to um, pray, in, um, pray in like the reality of your baptism and of your other sacraments. So when you pray when you stand in prayer or you're praying a mass or you're a time, when you just start to think about the fact that you are um a uh um you are baptized right you are um confirmed you have received holy communions in your life you have gone to confession so call that to mind in your prayers and your other activities uh, just to to make use of them more to draw upon them more
0: right Yeah um and I that's we, we re- renew our baptismal pro- promises uh, every year at, the, at Easter, the Easter Vigil or, or Easter morning mass, uh, but, but t- to get in the habit of maybe doing that in a personal way more often um, and, and confirmation as well. Um, study. Uh, we're in the year of faith, of course. Uh, the Holy Fathers asked us to read the documents of Second Vatican Council and the Catechism. We've already talked about uh, about the Bible. Um, I, when it comes to study, there are, of course, many excellent uh, books out there, uh, CDs. Um, all sorts of resources for growing in your knowledge of the faith which leads to a growth uh, in love of our Lord and our neighbor um, so maybe if, if uh, whether you're, say you're somebody who already studies well maybe you could consider you know, whether it's a few more pages than you're doing now or a little more time than you're doing now if you don't do any sort of study of your faith right now, just get in, try to get into a regular habit, whether it's maybe daily or or weekly at least um, of, of of, of doing some spiritual reading, um, uh, some some reading of of church teaching, uh, writings of the saints, whatever it may be. Again, there there are so many riches in our tradition as Catholics. Uh, but but I think during this year of faith, in, in in obedience to the Holy Father's desires, looking at maybe the Catechism. Um, if you don't have a copy, you can find it online, um, uh, or or the documents of Vatican II, perhaps if you, if you're a little more. Um, uh, brave, adventurous. but And again, not biting off more than you can chew, just doing a page or two. Those, those are some my ideas that come to my mind. Father, what about you for study?
1: Well, you know, and even, um, and just in the reading of the Catechism, it's kind of hard because it can be an intimidating book in that way, um, but to, um, just to take, you know, maybe find a paragraph on the sacraments, find a section on the sacraments, find a section on the Creed, or maybe you're doing the flock note, um, if you haven't started, you could do it. There's a way to get daily short readings of the catechism in your email, where over the course of the year you're going to get the whole of the catechism. I don't think they'd catch you up from where they started, um, and, uh, um, uh, but they would kind um, of jump in where they are, and that'd be a flocknotes.com, F-L-O-C-K-N-O-T-E-S dot C-O-M, backslash catechism, C-A-T-E-C-H-I-S-M. And that'd be a little way to kind of get in. I always have to read it in a small way, and it's amazing just to see what comes up in that
0: small reading. Just to clarify, Father, is it Flock Notes? Is, it, is there an S in there? I didn't think there was. Uh, I'm going to have Tim check so. that but real quick. We, we, we,
1: will, we will go to the videotape, and we'll check that yes. after this
0: review, <laughs> and, and get back to you, do. Check the yeah. And so... There is yeah. no s. There is no s. I'm getting word now from our producer extraordinaire. There is no s in Flockman. Well,
1: that's what we pay him the big money.
0: That's that's we certainly do. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, yeah. But that's, as as Father said, even if you didn't start at the beginning, just jump in now, and um, it, it's a it's a great way to to read the Catechism on a on a daily basis. If that sounds too intimidating, so be it. Uh, pay attention to it once a week, then whatever. You can do where you can, you know, you're going to do it, but it, it's going to push you a little bit as well. Father, anything else with study?
1: Well, then I think just, you know, good, there's good secondary authors to read, and maybe talk to your, your priest about that. Or, um, uh, But there's, you know, we're going to a, oh, another good study option would be, so a Bible study. Um, say through, if, uh, if you're a younger listener, through focusequip.com, F O C U S E Q U I P. Dot com or dot .org, I don't remember off the top of my head, but you're smart enough to figure that out, young people. Um, they have some wonderful Bible studies there, or, you know, uh, Ascension Press and some other companies have some really good Bible studies.
0: Yep, and oftentimes your parish, particularly during the Lent season, your parish might be offering a, a Bible study then. The di- if you're in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, we have uh, resources that you can check out from our AV library as well. So um, all sorts of options that way. Um. Next father, virtue. Um I'm I'm sort of there already. I really don't have anything to contribute at this point.
1: <laughs> because you've already reached the perfection of virtue. Yeah, and
0: I just don't remember how I did it. So I just, you know.
1: Now it's just a us just to try and catch up. Yeah,
0: ex- exactly. Right.
1: So um so virtue, uh again, um first being aware about them, learn about them, so maybe just tying that in with your studies. But this whole idea that um You know, being Christian is not just being free from sin, uh, but also being, uh, having the very habits of the heart of Jesus Christ.
0: So, concretely, how how can we grow in the virtues?
1: By doing virtuous actions.
0: What the heck does that mean?
1: So, if you want to grow in a virtue of justice then do actions of justice, such as giving to others what belongs to them or what is owed to them, being considered to others, not budding in on conversations, uh, things of that sort. If you want to be, uh, grow in the virtue of courage, um, then to do courageous things, such as you know, speak up against uh, someone who is using the name of the Lord in vain, even though you're afraid they may not like you anymore.
0: Right. I um you know uh, a couple weeks ago I mentioned how one thing that I'm trying to do this year is, is be pace, more patient with my darling children, <clears throat> um, not that they ever try my patience or no. very often no, um, and but I, I think I've made asked you that how, concretely how do I do that and I've been thinking more about that and talking to some others as well and um, <laughs> what I've what I've taken t- to do or doing is is. Put it, either putting myself in situations where I know my patience is going to be tested um, or just in my daily habits, thinking about things where I know I can tend to get impatient and and just being aware going into them. Okay, good, time to exercise the virtue of patience. So a couple of concrete examples for me, particularly on my drive home, Just I, we live here in Sioux Falls. Um, just five miles away, so it, it, it's a 10 or 15 minute drive, nothing long at all, but but I can, particularly going through downtown Sioux Falls, get impatient if I'm behind a car and the lights, you t- they're timed perfectly, you can get through them, but somebody in front of me is going slower, <laughs> hurry up! Um, so I, I've just, I, 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 I realized that, I'd have known that, but I thought, you know what? I'm not going to be a lane switcher. I'm not going to get upset. I'm just going to stay in this lane and just you know, there's no huge rush. And, and just use that as an opportunity for me to grow in patience. The other concrete example for me is um, uh, <laughs> getting in the parking lot at my grocery store and then shopping in my grocery store when there are a lot of people there. I, again, tend to get frustrated. There aren't any spots. Hurry up. Get out of my way. Da, 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 da. I'm always so charitable. Um, uh, but but just knowing that, going into those and just with with the intention of exercising patience in those moments when I might other, might otherwise get frustrated and impatient,
1: right? And, and it's amazing how that will then build up. And uh continue to grow to the other places in life
0: absolutely, yeah, that's and that's the idea, so so going knowing it's it's just the idea of exercising a, a muscle in our body. it's the same thing with the same reality holds true in in the spiritual life, just taking opportunities when you can to exercise the 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 muscles of our virtues so that um, even when we're lifting something, we don't realize that we're doing it, but we're stronger that way. Anything else with virtues, father?:
1: I think that would be it.
0: So, tithing. Um, here we are, talking about money again. CFSA is coming up. That's what this is about, right? Say what? Catholic what? Family Sharing Appeal, Father?
1: For the people out from the diocese. What? Isn't that kind of shop talk?
0: What? Oh. Um,
1: so anyways, tithing, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, but no, it's, it's good for your soul to tithe. You know, it, it reminds you, first of all, of gratitude to God, that everything you have came from God, and so you owe a return back to him. Um, tithing also then reminds you of uh, uh, you voluntarily limit yourself through tithing, right? Especially if you tithe first, tithe off the top. I was talking to uh, a young married couple and they talked about how, you know, yeah, I mean, we always kind of thought, you know, giving to the church was a good idea, but we usually found that at the end of the month when we give, right, before the next paycheck would come, we'd find another place for the money to go, yep. you know, whether shopping or dinner or something. Right, and um, and usually not something that was in their budget or their plan, but they said, so, you know, now I mean, it's, there's just a greater freedom, a greater gratitude. They appreciate their money more um, in that tithing.
0: Yeah, and so, tithe literally refers to a tenth of your income, right? Um, and and again, this is an area where I think prudence is called for. Um, it, it, it's it's. I think sometimes people can get so caught up in the percentage that they, they do lo- lose sight of the spiritual intention that, that you were just talking about, Father. At the same time, I do think it is good to get into a practice of, of, of making a concrete, specific amount, whether it's a percentage or a fixed dollar amount, um, and, and, and seeking to grow that over time, whether it's month to month or, or year to year, whether you start with a dollar amount and, and add to it, or a certain percentage. Maybe you start with... One percent. Maybe you don't, maybe you're not tithing at all. Maybe you just start with 1%, um, and, and then, but then seek to grow it. Um, uh, again, to me, that's all part of recognizing that we're, we're all, um, recognizing that everything we have is God's gift to us. And so we're giving back to him the first fruits off the top, as you said.
1: Right. And, um... Which Which puts us in that right order in that re- right relationship with him that he's creator and we are creature
0: exactly uh, and i do i completely agree with the the couple that you mentioned i just it's not even it's not even a question once you get into the habit, it's not even a question anymore that um, we're we're giving off the top it's not a matter of of giving from our disposable income at the end of the month, maybe, but Right from the beginning, the intention of giving X dollar amount or X percentage, this is going to the to our parish, to this charitable organization, um, whatever it is, certainly is a, is a, a practice that that has powerful spiritual ramifications. Um, Father, service. Any any concrete suggestions with the idea of service?
1: Well, I think uh, you know, for service. First of all, in your home parish. Um, whether in faith formation, uh, CCD confirmation classes, things like that. Um, you know, and your parish probably has an outreach to the elderly or the poor.
0: Yeah, and see, so seeing what's going on already in your parish uh, or the, the larger community perhaps getting involved in, um, you know, I was talking to Father before uh, we went on the air, uh, thinking here of, of uh, it's more than just these, but certainly the spiritual and corporal works of mercy um, would, would fit in here, trying to, uh, to, to look at the recommended practices on helping people in, in need spiritually and physically, material Materially. Um I don't know if I have anything more concrete though than that.
1: Um I think may- or maybe just to uh in this sense, um just finding something to do. Yeah in that sense. Just you know, just a little more. Doesn't have to be the perfect thing, doesn't have the best have to be the best thing, just something new in that way.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right, and finally, evangelization. Father, how concretely can I do more to evangelize?
1: Well, uh, when was the last time you invited someone to go to Mass? Oh boy. When was the last time you invited someone to pray?
0: Mm.
1: When was the last time you said, hey, I'm going to confession this Saturday, Friday, whenever day, would you like to come with?
0: So it's not, you mean, have you heard the good news of Jesus Christ and his gospel?
1: It doesn't have to be. that. You don't have to go and give a dynamic PowerPoint 15-minute uh, presentation. Right. It might just be as simple as saying, hey, come and see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a, yeah, Great. That's in the Bible somewhere, isn't it? It might be. Yeah, it okay. might be. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah a I, I, those, I, thought, I think those are great examples, Father. It's not necessarily um, you know, going up to the stranger on the street corner, but the people who you already know and, and oftentimes love, and, and, and just doing those sorts of, making those sorts of invitations to invite them to go deeper along with you. Yeah. So if, as you mentioned at one point, Father, as we are going through those, um, you know, the trying to tackle all seven of these areas or other areas, maybe— than the ones that we've listed here um, might m- might be imprudent, might be impossible, um, but but to consider um, focusing on one, two, maybe a few air er- of these areas and and thinking about some concrete practice to help grow in them certainly will will have an impact. I would say you know we, we're talking a lot about you know think about Lent. Don't limit yourself to Lent though. Maybe maybe you're ready to start now and certainly continue after Lent. We always tend to do we do do something special for Lent and then that's uh, appropriate thing um, but but don't limit your your spiritual growth just to those uh, penitential seasons of the year right
1: right it should be an opportunity to expand not just and, and then continue to expand
0: yep not, not just a temporary thing so good father any any uh, final thoughts that you want to share with our listeners both of them
1: uh, not that I can think of on this just go do it don't wait just do it.
0: just do it very good. Uh, And with that, we'll wrap up, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Ignition. God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ignition. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future topics, you can email me at cbergwald at sfcatholic.org. That's C-B-U-R-G-W-A-L-D at sfcatholic.org. Again, thanks for listening.